Donald John Trump. This is going to be part one of a two-part series about the man, the myth, the legend, and the current president of the United States. Sam, he's my other co-host. How's it going, mate? Terry, very good. Yes, uh, Donald Trump. I mean, every person in the world you think would know uh, the fella by that name. Um, Probably one of the most powerful men in the world as well. Uh, And yeah, he's had a a very interesting life um and yeah we're just uh, gonna jump into some you know some history is is um yeah you know jump pretty pretty deep into what you know his life's been all about um we're not here to to promote trump or to you know um talk negative about him so we're just as usual terry just on the boundary and, and just telling the facts that's it we don't leave no stone left unturned this is all about part one the life before his presidency his personal life, um, his family, his marriages, his business career, all that sort of juicy stuff. Plenty of meat to this bone, but we've got actual two bones. We're only going to give you one today, guys. Sam, what do you reckon? Should we get started? Yeah, Terry, let's do it. Let's go. Yippee. Donald John Trump. He was born on June the 14th, 1946, at the Jamaica Hospital in the borough of Queens, New York City. Hmm, interesting. At age 13, he was enrolled in the New York Military Academy, a private boarding school. In 1964, he enrolled in Fordham University. Two years later, he transferred to the Wharton School of the University of Pennsylvania. While at Wharton, he worked at his family business at Elizabeth Trump and Son. Hmm. He graduated in May 1968 with a bachelor's degree in economics. And, uh, yeah, so I'm guessing, you know, that education, Sam, it Mm. went a long way and he got something out of it. Yeah, definitely. I think, uh, yeah, it it sort of makes sense uh, where he's at now in his his life. He's done a bit of study there and um, was born into a family that sort of, you know, had a a business there and, um, yeah, learned the ropes from early on and he was bound to be uh, a a big name in the the American history. Yeah, he's he's a cult hero there back in Queens. They love him. Well, I'm not sure they do anymore, but, uh, (laughs) yeah, that could be debated. Um, So, yeah, he got some good education, went Mm -hmm. to a a various array of, uh, or I guess, education institutions, should I say. Um, and yeah, so he's a smart man and obviously joining the family business, nothing wrong with that. Always mm. good to help out those that helped you out in your early years and give something back. So yes, yep. kudos to you, Donald John Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, profiles of Trump, and we're just talking about his early life here and, and a bit of his education, but profiles of Trump were published in the New York Times in 1973 and 76, mm-hmm. um, erroneously reported that he had graduated first in his class at Wharton. So the old Wharton School in the University of Pennsylvania um, yep. graduated first in his class. But strangely enough, he actually never made the school's honor roll. So it could have been some fictitious wow. reporting there. And mm. obviously, the, well, the New York Times, not too sure how credible they are, but they've been around for a while. So you'd think they're probably publishing more honest articles than not. But maybe mm. this one was a bit of a porky pie there. Yeah, yeah. Um, in 2015, closer to when he actually started um, becoming a president and so forth, um, Trump's lawyer, Michael Cohen, threatened the Fordham University and the New York Military Academy with illegal action if they released Trump's academic records. So there's wow. something pretty sus Jeez. there about his education. I mean, you know, you're coming top of your class in, at Wharton, but yet you're not making the school's honor roll, which is unusual in itself. Yep. Then um, you got a lawyer all these years later threatening legal action if any of his academic records were released. Now, to be honest with you, why can't we just take someone's records at face value? Why do we have to release someone's academics records to the public? Mm. Even if my records at high school and university, Sam, yep. were straight A's, I wouldn't like them to be released to the public. It's just no, not right. It's none of their business. Of Piss business, off. Yeah. yeah, and also, I mean, yeah, you know, back in high school, I, I mean, I sometimes, you know, had a few bad results and uh, I would have liked to have a, a lawyer to, you know, prevent them from sharing it even to my parents. It would have been nice, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Prevent a few ear bashings, but... Um, oh, yeah. Absolutely. A <laughs> um, few backhanders. And, yeah. I mean, put it this way. Like, Donald John Trump. I mean, that's probably... We can stop calling him that now. But there's the big yeah. Don. Donald. Like, 
uh, he was he's a boy. He was a boy at once upon a time, going through puberty in his teenage years. <laughs> I'm sure he would have been on some savage heat and you know enjoying life and you know going to those colleges, trying to sneak into some other female fraternities and sorority um, houses and all that sort of stuff. So he's, he was doing the boy thing, and I'm guessing you know along that path, the grades probably weren't tip top. Mm. Um, yeah, but it, it suggests that they were that he did yep. actually finish first in his class. Yep. So, I mean, you don't have to make the school honor roll. Maybe he was so good in his class, but also not only inside the classroom was he good, but mm. with the boys outside the classroom, he was even better. It's probably <laughs> yeah. why yeah, they didn't put him on the honor roll. Too yeah, much of a party true. animal. Maybe, Work yeah. hard, play hard, eh? Yeah, those unis over there, um, they get pretty wild. So, yeah, I'm sure he was involved in a, a few uh, few big bash there, bash over there. Um, but, yeah, that's... Uh, a bit about him now, um, Terry. We'll jump into some family, uh, bef- well, his family before uh, his marriages. So we're going to go into um, a, b- a bit of that. It's actually interesting. Like I haven't really, personally, I haven't looked into a lot of um, this stuff uh, before about Donald Trump's, you know, life and uh, where his uh, parents come from. But uh, yeah, so his father, Frederick Christ Trump, is that correct, Terry? Uh, uh, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, right. That's- must be some sort of descendant from Jesus Christ, but yeah, uh, yeah I don't know. But good old yeah. Frederick Christ Trumpo. Yeah, so that one, um, that one threw me off there too. So when you know we're doing a bit of research into this, and yeah, he's just been named Christ. So um, yeah, he was a <laughs> he was a Bronx-born uh, real estate developer um, whose parents were actually German immigrants. So another interesting fact there. I didn't know uh, didn't know that until recently. Um, and his mother. <laughs> Is, yeah, Terry uh, is actually proficient with uh, German, so yeah, it's, you might be able to talk to you know Donald's uh, dad there. Um, yeah, he, yeah. So his mother uh, was, and his mother was actually a Scottish-born housewife um, named Mary Ann McLeod Trump. Um, so yeah, Trump grew up in uh, Jamaica Estates neighborhood of Queens um, and attended uh, Q Forest School from kindergarten through to seventh grade. That's um, a solid education right there. Yes, very solid. Yeah, well, so back you, in the day, though, Sam, to be honest mm. with you, if you got seven years of education, you're laughing, to be honest no, with yeah. you. Because mm. the, they were, I guess, you learned more lessons being practical out in the workforce or on yep. the farms and the fields than you yep. did probably putting a pencil to paper yeah. um, and Definitely. getting taught some absolute garbage that some of the education systems do teach our, our kids. Yeah, that's true. Um, mm. Yeah. So yeah, I guess Donald sort of uh, you know got got onto well got off to the right start. His dad was a, a property developer um, <clears throat> in a pretty decent area there, so makes it makes sense as to his journey along uh, yeah, through his life. So now he's got some some uh, siblings as well. Um, so Marianne Barry was born in 1937, uh, who's Donald Trump's eldest sister. Um, so she was actually a senior federal judge. Uh, judge uh, wow. on the on the third circuit court of appeals um and she actually uh, became inactive uh, pretty recently in 2017 um after her brother took office um and she re- has retired in 2019 so again pretty recently um now mary ann uh, the sis of uh, of donald uh, she's got a, a bit of a story uh, about donald sort of outlines his character a bit so she reckons that uh, there was an incident uh, where donald played a, a game of catch with her son david um who was seven years old at the time and uh, and donald just felt like he, he just had to beat david so donald threw the ball harder and harder and and uh, yeah it, it just sort of escalated from there and then the ball actually hit her son david's head um mm. with a bit of a crack sound so he he uh pretty competitive um and you know a lot of people criticize his uh you know his personality and his traits and you know say he's a bad person i mean uh, hey like uh, like we said in the you know introduction we're not here to to judge donald um or to you know promote him or to you know um beat on his uh personality or anything like that so we're just here to tell the uh, truth but yeah so um frederick trump jr um was Donald Trump's older brother um so wow. he, he was so while attending Lee University so again these um you know his siblings pretty pretty smart people as well pretty educated um he, he joined a Jewish fraternity uh called Sigma Alpha Mu 
Um, always got some weird names, these, these uh, bloody uni fraternities, yeah. um, even though he wasn't even Jewish. Um, so after he graduated, he briefly worked with his father um, in the family business, but left to pursue his dream of being a pilot, um, which created tension between him and his father. So obviously, it seems like the, the father really wanted you know the kids to sort of uh, follow his footsteps and get involved with the family business, which... Um, well, why why join a Jewish fraternity, uh, mm. Sam? What are, what, are, what are your thoughts on that? Do you reckon he just loved the pastrami sandwiches? And uh... <laughs> maybe I don't know. Maybe he just yeah I don't know. Had a lot of Jewish friends and yeah I don't know. Wanted to go to a few bar mitzvahs. Mm, good point. Yeah, um, bar mitzvah. Yeah. So that was uh, yeah one of Donald's brothers there. Um, now Donald's got another sister, an older sister, uh, who is whose name is Elizabeth Trump Grau, I believe that's pronounced. Mm. Um, yeah, she, you're you're really good at pronunciation, Sam. So who's going to question you? Well, that's it. Maybe yeah. apart from Elizabeth, <laughs> Elizabeth. Um, yeah. <laughs> she was born in 1942. Uh, yeah, so as I said, she's an older sister of Don. Um, in 1989, she married film producer James Grau. Um, and she worked as an executive for Chase Manhattan Bank uh, before retire, uh, retiring to Florida. So yeah, Chase Manhattan Bank, another big, uh, a big bank, and you know, sounds like she did pretty well uh, for herself as well. She seemed like she's lived probably the most normal of lives yeah. compared mm. to the rest of them. I mean, you look at Marianne Barry. Yep. Um, she had to retire because of bloody the big Don. Um, yeah, true. She was pretty high up in the Court of Appeals there as a federal judge. Um, and Frederick Trump, well, I mean, he went off the rails a little bit going to Jewish fraternities, nothing against the religion, but I mean, no, no, he just, uh, sort of went on a tangent there. Um, yep. you know, a few bloody, uh, pastramis at some bar mitzvahs and mm. yeah, like I'm, um, <laughs> and then Elizabeth just, uh, just living the normal life, paying the bills and yeah, yeah, yep, nice. contributing to society. How about, yeah. how about like, yeah. how about Robert? Yes, so the last of the siblings, uh, Robbo, um, we like to call him, but uh, his, you know, his name is Robert Trump. Um, he was born in 1948, um, and he's the youngest brother. So he's a business executive um, and real estate developer who managed the Trump Organization's real estate holdings outside of Manhattan. So you know, he wow. sort of got given the uh, less important maybe uh, yeah. projects, um, but. Then again, you know, I'm sure the uh, Trump organization consists of a pretty big, uh, pretty big portfolio of real estate anyway. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, just looking at that, you know, the list of, um, you know, achievements and what these uh, this family's done, it's, it's pretty extensive, isn't it, Terry? It is. And we haven't really dived deep into the business and no. of career of Donald yet. But just looking mm. at his siblings alone, it seems as if they've had a pretty successful family. And yeah, unfortunately no. for Robert... The youngest of the siblings always getting the shitty jobs and, you know, being a bit of a lucky, making the coffees, sweeping yep. the floors. Mm. And, you know, sorry, Robbo, but you're not, you're, you're, you're pissing off out of Manhattan, mate. You, you're not good enough for <laughs> yeah for the Big Apple and, yeah, away you go. But, I mean, really, his consolation prize is that the, the beauty of, uh, I guess, the Trump Corp is that they've got places in some of the most prestigious locations in the world. So Yeah, that's right. Yep. Not a bad little consolation prize, but I suppose if Manhattan's the, the be-all and end-all, that's probably where you want to be. So maybe one mm. day, Robert. Yep. Um, yeah, and uh, interesting what you mentioned about his older sister, Marianne, and had a story with her son um, yeah, yep. playing catch with Donald. And it seems as if Donald's a bit of a competitive beast. Oh, yeah. Um, I think a so. Bit of a hardhead, too. So I wouldn't want to play baseball with him either. Fucking hell. Mm. Take it easy, yeah. mate. Imagine him playing cricket, a few bounces to the skull. Yeah. True. Take it easy, Don. Yeah. Psycho. Well, Terry, why don't you, uh, no better person to tell us about his uh, history of wives, I reckon, um, as you pour a, a great sounding glass of, or cup of coffee, I'm assuming. Yeah, it's um, just showing. Sam now, but obviously you can't see what I've got, but it's a mm. nice, tall, long, black, strong cup of coffee. Mm, um, wow. Actually, the particular brew method for this cup of coffee is the Mocha Espress. The Italians like to call it a macchinetta. Yeah, it's a um, yep. Yeah. So it's a really delicious cup of coffee. Um, mm. This one wasn't burnt, like how some people <laughs> like to brew that particular style of coffee. Mm, some people, yep. Black, mm. black coffee matters. Wow. Yes, it certainly does. And once you go black, you never go back. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's be serious. So we've covered his uh, education, a bit of his early life and some family before marriage. 
Mm. But now the juicy part, his wives. And it's not only um, important to discuss his wives, but it's actually a segment in itself in this episode because he's had, he's had three of them, Sam. What a player. Yes. Mm, wow. Jeez. I mean, uh, he just he just likes, uh, you know, going through a few um, wives. But uh, I don't know. He seems to have a, sort of a consistent, um, uh, maybe a sort of consistent taste in, in women. But yeah, anyway, Terry, do you just uh, fill us in with that? Yeah, I'll do the honours, shall I? Mm. Mm. All right. So we'll start off with the first one um, and we'll go in order. So her name was Ivana Marie Trump. Um, her last name was Zelnichkova. Um, mm. How did I pronounce that, Sam? Because you're the expert. Uh, yeah, that's uh, Zelnichkova. Okay, yeah, I, I apologize for that. Um, Kova. So <laughs> she was the first, so Ivana was the first wife of Donald John Trump. She was born on February the 20th, 1949. Mm. And uh, yeah, just three years younger than the big Don. And yeah. she was born actually in Czechoslovakia, now mm. actually the Czech Republic. <laughs> and actually now, to be exact, the Czech Republic have changed the name of their country again. They are now referred to as Czechia. Um, All right. So you can check that out to verify. Mm. But, uh, that is just a little tidbit there for you guys. So right. not only do we always provide you, you know, some good facts and figures um, mm. and leave no stone unturned, but we give you the updated information. Yes. Cool stuff. All right. So Ivana, what about her? Well, she was actually a former fashion model and also a businesswoman. So brains and beauty. Oh, I'm already getting keen. I'm sure uh, Don was as well. Mm, um, yeah. So they were married from 1977 up until 1992, and uh, good year 92, that's for sure. Um, Ooh, yeah. so they had a they had a good old 15-year uh, fling, um, and along that time, I'm guessing they probably pumped out a couple of kids and yeah, had a bit of fun, um, probably a few trips back and forth to Czechoslovakia or mm, maybe, yeah. Czechia, as we like to call it now, and back to the States, and I'm sure... Uh, Roberto is probably envious of her that she got to stay in Manhattan and he had to piss off. So <laughs> unfortunate for Robert Trump yep. there. And mm. so Ivana, she actually took a major role in the Trump organization, which was the business that we will get to a little bit later. Yes. Uh, she actually became the vice president of interior design for the company, leading the signature design of the Trump Tower, which is a pretty famous wow. building. Um, afterwards, then her husband appointed her to head up the Trump Castle Hotel and Casino as president. She became a naturalized U.S. citizen in 1988. So, mm. yeah, I mean, she's got to be pretty thankful for what Don's given her and the opportunities that, uh, I guess, you know, that he offered to her. And, and, and she uh, definitely you know, grasped them with both hands. So, I guess, regardless of the opportunities that await us, which everyone has equal opportunities these days in life, um, unfortunately, some don't, but most of us do. It's just all about us working hard and aspiring to, to reach for that brass ring. Really get it, Sam. Can you really mm. reach it? I mean, we just either we got to wait for our hands to grow or we just got to really work hard to improve our jump and, and just jump for it. And, and that's exactly yes. what Ivana Marie Trump did. Yes. She yes, jumped she for did. it. She, she took it by both hands. And mm. it seemed as if she, uh, con well, she contributed to the prosperity of the Trump organization in, in some parts. But um, mm. we're not going to go too deep in terms of what happened behind closed doors, but no, that no. marriage uh, ceased in 1992. So good run. Um, yeah. And you know what? Why not? Donald, uh, he's done well. And uh, I mean, you obviously utilized uh, Ivana to the best of your abilities. Maybe it's actually a business decision that sort of uh, mm, yeah, maybe that marriage in the end. Uh, maybe, you know, she was coming up with some sort of ridiculous interior design for the company. He's like, no, nah, mm, didn't like it. Shit. See you later. Yeah. I wonder if, um, I wonder if she's getting any, well, I wonder how much money she got out of him before they um, separated. Cause I mean, yeah, she, she did play a major role and um, you think she'd get some kind of royalties or I'd say she would have been set up for life after that anyway, but yeah, yeah you think so. Yeah, exactly. Probably um, got a nice super yacht somewhere and just enjoying life. Yeah, probably a few shares in the company as well. Yeah, maybe. Yep, yep. All that sort of stuff, and then you know, knowing Donald probably bankrupted that particular. <laughs> so shares of then uh, null and void. Yeah, yeah true. Standard Don. Mm. Uh, so let's go to the second wife. Uh, so her name is Marla Ann Maples. Mm. This is so the second wife of Donald Trump. She was born in October. 2763. So she actually is uh, 17 young years younger than Donald. So a bit of a player there. 
um, mm. getting the younger chicks. And she was American-born and bred, so in Dalton, Georgia. Yep. Um, so, yeah, the only wife who at marriage was an American citizen. Um, she is actually an actress and a te- television personality. Um, and they were married from 1993 to 1999. So wow. not a very long marriage there. Quick with turnaround old though, yeah. Marla Maples. Yeah. Uh, oh, she's a bit of a cutie pie. I've done a bit of a look on her. Um, so what she's done, uh, she actually appeared as a celebrity guest at a WrestleMania, which is part of the WWE there, yeah. um, with a main event match between Hulk Hogan and Sergeant mm-hmm. Slaughter. So, um, wow. And she also appeared in films called Maximum Overdrive, Executive Decision, uh-huh. For Richer or For Poorer, um, Richie Rich's Christmas Wish, which I never knew that movie ever existed. Um, oh, wow. Richie. Yeah. yeah um, Richie Rich's Christmas Wish. Interesting. Quick turnaround there, Terry, as well. Uh, so he was divorced in 92, then remarried in 93. So, yeah, he just wanted to get his uh, get his hat back in the ring. Yeah. And, you know, the, the <clears> other <throat> issue is what I have with this is that did Donald have already? Did he already have this teed up for yeah, uh, getting rid of Ivana? What do you think there? Uh, quite possibly, yeah. I don't know. Maybe he was already uh, falling around a bit and uh, just made that transition a lot easier from '92 to '93. So, yeah, maybe. Um, but then again, it wasn't his. Uh, you know, this wasn't his last wife. So, yeah, Terry, what's uh, what's the go in, in present day Donald's uh, love life? Well, just quickly before we dive into that, because it's oh, yes. quite juicy, Maples actually met Trump in 89, <clears> and uh, they had a highly publicized relationship, so there must have been something brewing in the media in regards to that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you, you just never know, and I mean, uh, there have been reports that, uh, and, you know, we, we've called Donald a <laughs> player in the past, but... Uh, yeah, according to Maples, she's quoted that the best sex that she's ever had has been with Donald Trump. <laughs> oh, wow. That is not that is no word of a lie. That I'm just reading from what I see. I wonder how um, much he paid her to say that. <laughs> yeah, or uh, boy, he can go. <laughs> they don't call him the New York Jackhammer for no reason. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, he is the king of Queens. <laughs> Born in Queens and the king of it. So, yeah, good old um, Donald is making his mark and, mm. yeah, just playing through them all. Yeah. Um, so the third one, and so far the current one, her yep. name is Melania Trump. Um, her maiden name was Navs. So, mm. yeah, she um, was born on April 26, 1970. So, mm. wow. Um, Keep getting younger. She is 24 years younger than Donald. So once again, Donald doing very well for himself, and she mm. is, um, she was a born in Novo Mesto, Yugoslavia, mm. um, which is now the present day Slovenia because Yugoslavia no longer exists. That was yep. divvied up. Um, so, yeah, born in Yugoslavia, she had a lengthy modeling career and is the second foreign-born first lady of the United States, given that mm, now wow. Donald is president. Um, mm. Yeah, so. She was a foreigner, and yeah, Donald just definitely loves the foreigners. Yeah, so he does, he? I'm guessing that right now she would have to be um, somewhat. Actually, can't confirm it, but I'm pretty sure she's an American citizen right now as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and that they, they were married in 2005, yeah. and they've had a nice 15 year relationship. So, mm, um, yeah, they he has equaled the same length of marriage as he did in the first marriage. So yeah, yeah. Anything think, beyond 2020, then he's uh, he's doing well. Do you think Terry? Uh, you know, it's, so he's had three wives. This is his third. The first one, you know, similar sort of to Melania. You know, she was a model, another another model, um, and part of that, you know, sort of an Eastern European uh, appearance. Do you think maybe she? Uh, oh, sorry. Do you think maybe Donald? Uh, I don't know. Maybe had that second marriage and, and then thought, oh, maybe I got this wrong and went back to, you know, a sort of similar scenario to, um, yeah, to the first one. Not sure, Sam, but, you know, I think really this could be love at first sight within between those two. They just, yeah, right. um, I think they really have a strong bond. Um, and, I mean, really, if you're marrying someone for their money or their fame, I mean, there's some other people that you can go for and she's, a, she's just a natural beauty yep. um, and she's like a fine wine. Um, yep, yep. or a mature cheese 
just getting better with age. And huh. I mean, really, like, what's stopping her from just going somewhere else in Hollywood that has more of the looks yeah, and the true. money as well? So it, it can't just be about money. I think he's a bit of a sweetheart. And according mm-hmm. to Marla Ann Maples, well, um, you know, she uh, she said that was some good sex there. And <laughs> maybe Melania can uh, can sort of agree in that respect as well. So mm. Mm. what do you reckon, yeah. Sam? What do you reckon yeah. about all these wives? Ah, oh, well, I mean, he's obviously uh, tested the waters and, and um, yeah, maybe it looks like he might have settled down. Well, then again, we have heard a few reports in you know, the media that uh, he may have, or he may have still be uh, sort of, you know, messing around with a few other ladies too, but uh, who knows, that's just all speculation and obviously, um, yeah, people are going to just make up a few stories to grab headlines, but I don't know. That's, you know what, that's his life. He can do what he wants, to be honest, and I yep. don't think it should be anyone's, uh, you know, really anyone's business. Uh, no, but it shouldn't obvi- be. Yeah, obviously being so um, high profile, it's going to be in the news um, anyway. But uh, yeah, well, Donald, you've obviously lived a, a pretty, you know, enjoyable life from the sounds of it. So yeah, keep enjoying and keep uh, loving <laughs> to your utmost potential, and you know, yeah, look up, look after it. I mean. Oh, look, he's, of course, he's a bloke and he's going to sort of look at other women, especially maybe a cute little secretary in his office right now and a little bum tap of encouragement, if that's allowed or not these days. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he's, it's all natural and I'm sure women do the same. They're just not as, uh, I guess, they don't show it as much as guys do. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, well. Interesting shit. So, <clears throat> Sam, how about you yep. dive into his children? And then we're going to touch too much about it because, remember, no. this <clears throat> is about Donald. Not about his children, not about his wives, but it's in, it's important for perspective to give you the full lowdown before we yeah, get into yeah. some interesting parts. So go ahead. Yeah. So um, as a result of these uh, these three marriages, uh, he's got five children to, sh- to show for it. So he's spreading his seed, um, so so to speak. So he has got Don Junior, <clears throat> Ivan Ivanka, um, and Eric with uh, yeah with his. First wife Ivana Trump. Yep. Um, then he's got Tiffany Trump um, with Marla Maples and Baron Trump with First Lady Melania Trump. So yeah, wow. he's he's got a bit of a mix uh, mixed bag there. Um, but yeah, like you said, Terry, we won't go too much deeper into that because we could probably uh, almost do another whole podcast on um, yeah some of his children. So yeah, we won't get too much deeper. But yeah, look, you know, he's obviously. Maybe the, those rumours that he was a good lover um, uh, are true because, you know, he's, he's proven that with uh, his track record there and producing a few kids. Um, so let's just jump over now to <clears throat> a, bit of, a bit of health background uh, regarding Donald. Um, so Donald, This is interesting. <clears throat> yeah, very, very. I very find it very interesting how sometimes these not only higher up corporates and businessmen mm. um, sort of, how, what their lifestyles are like, but also, you know, he this guy is adding a presidency to his uh, list of accomplishments as well. But right. you know, let's go, let's go through the health, Sam. And yeah, let's list them out, and we might even have some sort of discussion in between or at the end. Definitely, yeah, yep. We'll give him a bit of a health check. Um, <clears throat> so apparently, Trump abstains from alcohol. I don't even know what that means, Terry. So abstains means that he actually doesn't even drink alcohol <laughs> whatsoever. So. Yeah, um, I, don't I don't know if you're being sarcastic there or not, but uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah that was. he doesn't sink any piss whatsoever. So he restrains himself <laughs> um, from yeah, doing or, or enjoying something that's quite enjoyable. Um, mm. So, I mean, some people like wow. to abstain from sex before marriage, um, yep. you know, and some people or priests abstain from pleasuring themselves personally um, in, in certain faiths. Um, and then this man just yeah, right. hates grog. Like, that's, yeah. Like, that's a bit un-Australian, if you ask me. But uh, luckily yep. enough, he he ain't our leader in Australia, so yeah, he just didn't get the culture memo here. But um, mm. you know what? There's nothing wrong with abstaining from something if you don't enjoy it, or if you don't think it could benefit you in any which way. Then technically, why would you consume it? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep. It, it's the same with cigarettes, Sam. Like I mean, yeah, if anything, true. you're you're, spe- you're wasting your own money and you're mm. destroying your health. Yeah, well, and that's... you actually have, you're you're adapting a, a really nasty habit as well. I mean, yep. tell me where the positive positivity is in smoking cigarettes, and maybe yeah, that's the same logic Trump has in regards to alcohol. It strains yeah. the liver. Yeah, you could um, be right. 
can be quite toxic. It can be addictive. Uh, maybe he, we're not sure too, like we're not diving deep into his dad, Frederick Christ Trump, but good old Christ though. Um, who knows if uh, he were, used to sink the piss nightly and maybe Trump Young just seen, mm. didn't like the look of his dad drinking and being drunk and whatever. But yep. yeah, usually these sort of things do play a part in someone's decision to abstain. Um, mm, me personally, look, I'll have a good uh, drink here and there. I mean, I don't drink every day. No. But when I do, I like to sink a few and really mm. enjoy myself, but. Yeah, I mean, once again, uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, you got to sort of exercise the liver a little bit. You sort of, yeah. sort of burn tissues in your bicep when you're doing curls at the gym. Mm. So you actually destroy the muscle tissue to make it repair. So that's probably the logic with your liver <laughs> when you're drinking alcohol. Yeah, yeah. You got to destroy it for it to repair itself and grow bigger and stronger and better. But mm. yeah, abstaining from alcohol, Sam. Yep. How, how would you go with that? Um, I yeah, probably struggle in the first few days um and then probably just uh, get back to alcohol <laughs> um no nah, i mean i'm not a you know an alcoholic and don't really drink during the week but you know when it comes to the weekend i can't uh, definitely can't abstain from alcohol it's uh, it's a certainty especially on a friday after a hard working week uh yeah, just a bit of a reward a few a few coldies or a, you know um vodka or 10 uh yeah so um, he also said that he's never smoked cigarettes or cannabis before as well, Terry. So just oh, on wow. the uh, cigarette topic, um, yeah, I reckon he's never touched that. Um, I guess we, we can't really prove it. We're just going on his word, but we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll take that. Thanks for that, Don. Um, and then he also likes fast food and French cuisine. So, I mean, a bit weird if he's thinking, you know, this alcohol, like he doesn't want to drink alcohol because it ruins your body and same as smoking cigarettes and cannabis, whatever. But he likes fast food, so he'll smash a few, uh, you know, quarter pounders um, happily. But he won't drink a, you know, a glass of wine. I don't know. Yeah, well, each to their own. And French cuisine, he, yeah, apparently he likes some frogs' legs and snails. Terry, mm, escargot, merci, yeah. bonjour. <clears throat> but uh, very delicious. And I mean, fast food. I mean, the beauty of fast food is that there's packed full of preservatives and sugars yeah, yeah. and salts just to make it so bloody damn addictive. And you know. Um, every Sunday I like to treat myself to a bit of junk food. I mean, just to sort of give me some mental clarity and just to yep. satisfy those cravings and put me in good stead for the week ahead. And you know, what's your type of favorite fast food? Cause I know what Donald's are, what Donald's is. Mm. What's yours, Sam? What's your um, go-to if it's like a Sunday treat night, you know, yep. you're really craving your favorite food. What is it? Well, some people class uh, pizza as fast food, but you know what? I don't really class it as fast food, so I'm not going to say it's pizza because Pizza is it's a it's an art and it's you know it's it's nutritional and um, I don't I don't categorize that in the same you know uh, same section as say you know a whopper from Hungry Jacks but um, yeah probably that being said yeah probably a nice burger would be great yeah right what what, what kind of burger chicken beef tofu uh, probably beef yeah beef is uh, the preferred but I mean hey, uh, chicken I love chicken as well so either way I'm a bit of a yeah I'll, I'll enjoy any kind of uh, beef chicken uh, combination of those two burger but yeah yep yourself yeah uh, I would say in terms of junk food if we're really ruling out pizza yeah we can't fast rule food, which it really isn't fast no but I guess it's in that category of sort of junk a little bit depending on what's on the pizza like it can be pretty uh, greasy and mm. high caloric intake in terms yep. of that's probably what the category is um but yeah a nice uh, occasional burger with some you know crispy and salty um chips or fries on the side yes you, you're delicious mm. um yeah i love about, that sort of shit and get in donald? Yet, donald loves a burger <clears throat> loves a okay. burger yeah yeah. Uh, yeah just just fucking necks him <laughs> doesn't even swallow like a duck just <laughs> donald Hel- duck mate <laughs> donald yeah. duck. he yeah. loves it <clears throat> um, nice and greasy, bit of mayo, yep. bit of ketchup, mm, um, a bit of greenery, like some maybe a lettuce leaf or two, just for some roughage. Yep. Um, caramelized onions, mm. some American uh, cheese, just melted that plastic cheesy stuff. Yeah, that one. Yep. yep. And pickles, uh, maybe a few pickles. Yeah, a good old pickle or two. And uh, away you go, mate. You know what? French cuisine and fast food. The blokes lasted past seventy. Maybe that's yeah. the way to go to for longevity. But uh, another interesting bit here, Sam, and mm. I'm going to sort of bring this up. Yes, Sorry to steal your thunder, but... No, that's fine. He actually says that he prefers three to four hours of sleep per night. Now, this is unfathomable. That's I crazy. actually cannot fathom 
how someone can operate on three or four hours of sleep a night, let alone mm. someone with the amount of responsibility and pressures, not only now but previously in his business career, yeah, can yeah. dull off three or four hours of sleep. Now, the question I have I is, how much coffee is he having? Because he's yeah. not having alcohol or any a little escape to sort of relax his body. Yep. So how much coffee is he having in, or caffeine to keep mm-hmm. him awake? Yeah. And also, is he taking another substance? And it could be legal, like a bit of an upper um, yeah, yeah. Uh, or something that, you know, uh, the, these wealthy individuals can get from their doctors prescribed, um, the good stuff they call it. Um, so mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be illicit, just something that can keep, keep you alert and awake. Um, yep. So is he taking any supplementation, whether it's in the form of coffee, caffeine, or any other performance-enhancing uh, drug out there mm, um, yeah. to keep him going? But three or four hours of sleep a night, Sam, now, I mean, I'm not going to just, uh, you know, I, I work hard and, you know, yep. I'll play some sports, but... I mean, I need at least seven. If I'm not getting yeah. seven that next day, I know I'm pretty tired. Like I can yep. feel like I can feel the days where I haven't had seven. And this bloke's mm. getting half that amount, and he says yeah. that's fine. He prefers half that amount. Like, is he even normal? Yeah, you know, some some um, some professionals out there, even The Rock, and you know, they've all come up with stories saying that they've had three, four, five hours of sleep because it's just not enough hours in the day or whatever. Mm. Um, and you know. They're getting away with that. I'm not too sure if they're, you know, jerking our chains or not. But, yeah. uh, I mean, really, to prefer it, I mean, it's different when you can only get three or four hours sleep because you've got so many commitments. That's different. Yeah, but to yeah. prefer it, like Donald, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy, yeah. I don't know how he operates, like you said, Terry, and <laughs> one of the most powerful men on the on the planet, and he's just uh, getting, yeah, three to four hours of sleep. Um, do you think maybe it's uh, – maybe obviously, we can't really prove it, but maybe he's just saying that to – to sound a lot, you know, stronger than than he is. You know, he might he might sleep for twelve hours a day. I don't know, who knows? But yeah, exactly. um, maybe he just you know sort of wants to look look like that real tough uh, guy. I don't need sleep, you know. Who needs sleep, sort of thing? And you know, wants to flex his muscles to China and say, yeah, have a look at this, Xi uh, Jinping. I've I just need three four hours and and I'm done. But mm. yeah, no, if if it's if it is the case, that's crazy because yeah, I'm the same as you, Terry. Can't operate and. I uh, can't operate on less than probably yeah seven hours and try to aim for eight hours every night. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, wow, crazy. Sleeps are where the recovery happens. It's mm, where the mind exactly, gets yeah. to have a bit of a break and you yep. have clearer thoughts. But obviously, he doesn't need that. And I'm right. guessing now as president, you know, the suggestions that he's always working up until midnight or one mm. o'clock in the morning, then he's back up at five a.m. And that's pretty understandable now as president because you're always sort of uh, you're always on call, like a bit yeah, of a doctor. True. Um, Apparently he, uh, he he may be part of a group a group called the Sleepless Elite, and <laughs> there's this thing called the Thatcher Gene. Mm. Um, so it's based on Margaret Thatcher's sleeping habits of just getting four hours per night of rest. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I mean the Thatcher Gene. Uh, obviously, it's not a actual scientific gene, but it's just class yeah. those that can go off a lot less sleep than others. Yep. Um, right. I'm not too sure how that's going to contribute to your longevity or health. Because yep. I know sleep is so important. Um, but yeah, yeah. Margaret right. Thatcher, she got away with it. And yep. uh, yeah, well, I mean, so uh, is Don. Yeah. Let's uh, continue and, uh, and yeah, finish off this uh, health, uh, a bit of a summary of, of Donald's health, uh, Terry. So um, he's called golfing his primary form of exercise. Um, so he enjoys a bit of golf. Uh, but he, he usually doesn't even walk the course, so it's probably, you know, cut around in a buggy. Um, so, I mean, yeah, probably the most uh, strenuous part of his day is when he grabs that club and gives it a swing and then, yeah, that's it, walks back to the buggy. So um, so he considers exercise a waste of energy, actually. Um, yeah, yeah, directly quoted from Don himself. Um, he believes that the body is like a battery. Uh, with a, a finite amount of energy, um, which is depleted by exercise. So not, you know, he doesn't believe in getting fit and, you know, getting, um, you know. Shredded. Yeah, shredded clean. for stereos or bulking for winter. Um, he just uh, doesn't do much and really wants to conserve his energy to probably, you know, um, have those debates and, um, yeah, uh, obviously go about his business. So very interesting. Not uh, Not too many... People share that same view, I don't think. But oh well, when you're the the leader of probably the strongest, well, one of the strongest economies in the world, I guess you can do what you like. Exactly, and uh, he's always considered his exercise a waste of energy, and he mm. believes his body, bat- sorry, he believes his body is like a battery with a finite amount of energy. 
which is depleted by exercise. So he thinks that when everyone's born, he uh, basically, you know, um, has a battery with a certain amount of life. And, uh, yeah, basically um, any uh, expenditure through exercise is just diminishing that level of battery. So just thought I'd reaffirm that there, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, thanks. Um, All right. So what about religion, Terry? Uh, Give us a rundown about a quick rundown of uh, Don's religious beliefs. Okay. So Trump identifies himself as Presbyterian. So that is a form of Christianity. Um, So back in his early days, he went to Sunday school and was confirmed in 1959 at the first Presbyterian church in Jamaica, Queens. Um, In the 70s, his parents joined the Marble Collegiate Church in Manhattan, which belongs to the Reformed Church. The pastor at Marble, Norman Vincent Peel, ministered to Trump's families um, until Peel's death in 1993. So they must have had a good connection with the old uh, pastor Marble at Marble, um, Pastor Peel, mm. PP. Um, Trump actually described Peel as a mentor. So, you know, it seems as if uh, going to Sunday school, which, you know, maybe back then it was a lot more common than what it was now. I never mm, went to Sunday true. school. I went no. to church here and there. Yep. Uh, I'm a Christian. I, I've been to church here now. I, I subscribe to the fact that you don't need to go to church to be a good Christian, just mm. or yep. to be a good person in general. Um, yep. Spot on. You know, just do the right thing and love those the way you love yourself and all that sort of stuff. Yep. Um, yeah. So Trump described his pastor as a, as a mentor, Pastor Pill. So yeah, obviously he must have got a lot of guidance uh, back in the early days. And in 2015, after Trump uh, said he attends Marble, uh, the church uh, publicly stated that he is not an active member of the church. So he said he does attend Marble, which is the church, um, Mm -hmm. but he's not an active member and you don't have to be, uh, pretty similar to sort of my goings to and from church. Um, And he's also quoted that nothing beats the Bible. So yeah, yeah, he must have some sort of, uh, well, he must really prioritize religion up there. Um, Mm. So nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and it's, a... it, it's it's quite common for his generation, uh, yeah. being, you know, born in the 40s where, you know, they did take religion a lot more seriously to what, I guess, the younger generations are taking it now. I'm not saying yep. that everyone doesn't take religion seriously. It's just the priorities back then were a lot, a lot greater than what they are now. Yeah. So, and a lot of those patriotic uh, Americans as well, they really, you know, um, really promote the Bible and the so-called Bible bashes sometimes as well. Um, so it's a bit of a common theme for the uh, older generation and real patriotic uh, Yankees over there. Yeah, maybe um, Donald Trump thinks that, I guess, you know, um, given that he thinks his body's like a battery, uh, mm. maybe religion charges up the battery a little bit. So <laughs> Yeah, maybe, yeah. yep. Just glad I really reiterated that um, yeah. like a battery with finite <laughs> amount of energy point. So yeah, that's quite a great important. point. So, yeah, nothing beats the Bible, according to Trump. Mm. So, he loves his religion and, you know, good on him. Yep. All right. But now, the juicy stuff. Yes. Business. Yep. This is what we sort of know Trump before he became the president, Sam. Yeah. Get into it, would you? Yeah, no worries. Um, Obviously, this is, uh, yeah, probably I would say the most important part. We've uh, given sort of the background of uh, some personal stuff. But, um, so, business. Uh, Donald's dad, Fred, uh, as we said earlier, was a, a successful real estate developer. So um, he began in the late 1920s, so a long time ago. Um, and Fred built hundreds of single-story family houses um, and townhouses in the Queens and Brooklyn uh, boroughs of um, New York City. So uh, obviously started pretty early there. Um, from the no- late 1940s, he built thousands of apartment units, mostly in Brooklyn, um, using federal loan guarantees designed to stimulate the construction of affordable housing. So, mm. yeah, he, he had a, played a big part in um, obviously populate or you know creating affordable housing and um, you know areas to for population to grow in in those parts of New York, um, which obviously are very very uh, expensive, I believe. Uh, they are mostly. Um, so yeah, he really had a, a strong influence there and obviously, um, would have made a, a bit of money if he's building thousands of these things, um, or hundreds or thousands or whatever, you know, the final figure was. Um, so during World War II, um, he also built federally backed, uh, housing for naval personnel and shipyard workers in Virginia and Pennsylvania. So 
yeah, good to um, yeah, good to see he, he you know gave a hand to some of those uh, people that fought for his country. Yeah, it seems as if uh, his dad, uh, good old Christ, um, you know, he really utilized the ability to go into a partnership or in a joint venture with the government. Always, mm. you know, either getting a federal loan guarantee or, yep. you know, um, federally backed housing. So not a bad way to, and it's an incentive for the government as well. Someone's willing to take a risk and do all the groundwork, but exactly, just as yeah. long as you support me and give me some sort of financial assistance, I'm going to help do this. And, you yep. know, that Brooklyn um, housing that he did in the 40s, sort of, he was the pioneer for, you know, populating um, the, the borough of Brooklyn because yeah. – Manhattan was become very densely populated at that point in time, and obviously yeah, there's only a finite amount of land in Manhattan, so you had to yeah, sort of yeah. um, start go around the the Manhattan area, and Brooklyn's very close by, and I'm guessing yeah that paid dividends to go a yeah. bit of a risk. People would have thought, well, if it's not in Manhattan, I don't want to know about it. Well, he sort of changed the dynamic a bit, and he's made New York City, I guess, mm. bigger and better, and yep. to what it is today. So good yeah. on Christ, but. Yeah, it was shortly after in the 70s, Sam. Uh, Donald yep. began working full-time. So, yeah, how about you start with that? Yeah, yeah, no worries. Um, yeah, so, yeah, uh, Donald, yeah, joined the, uh, you know, the, the business, the family business, um, and was helping manage uh, or was carrying out the management of its holdings. Um, so, in uh, in 1974, he became president of a, a conglomeration of Trump-owned corporations and partnerships, which he later uh, named the Trump Organization, um, which is a, a big name. Um, so, yeah, obviously, like you said, Terry, yeah, his, his father, Fred, took the uh, roll the dice, so to speak. You know, that's, I guess that's what it's all about with real estate, rolling the dice and taking a chance. Otherwise, you, you, you know, you're not going to get anywhere. Um, right. And that sort of, uh, you know, paid dividends. And then, yeah, um, Donald sort of reaped the benefits of, of the um, the chances that his dad took, and I guess yeah, Donald would have uh, you know taken some chances in his life too, but sort of was uh, handed a, a bit of an easy run to get into the uh, the family business. So um, yeah, Donald shifted his family business from residential units in Brooklyn and Queens to glitzy Manhattan projects. So obviously, like I said, Terry, uh, Manhattan was pretty densely populated, but um, very very expensive. Um, so a lot of money to be made there, but um, a lot of money to be spent as well. That's right. So um, yeah, he did. He, he so Donald relied uh, heavily on loans, gifts, and other financial assistance from his father. Um, as you said, his father, you know, sort of became pretty successful from um, that early, uh, you know, early stint with you know creating those apartments and yep. affordable housing. Um, Very well established. That's right. Yep. Um, and then also his father had political, uh, strong political connections in New York City. So Donald used them uh, to his advantage as well. Um, so some, uh, yeah, well, he actually uh, well, got the uh, benefit of using some uh, property tax ab abatements, um, which right. are temporary, temporary reduction or elimination of property taxes for a period of time which is pretty handy um, when you're talking about this kind of real estate. Um, it, it was meant to encourage developers to build and, and provide housing, commercial uh, space for and commercial space for economic stimulation. So, um, yeah, obviously when you're outlaying that much cash to develop, uh, the, the, you know, the government is uh, there to sort of give you a bit of a boost. Um, and, yeah, I mean, hey, you can't all be lucky, but Donald obviously was dealt with uh, some decent cards in his life and, and use them to his full advantage. Um, but yeah, it goes to show that sometimes, it's, you know, it's not so what you know, it's it's who you know. Um, yeah, exactly. So and yeah, I mean, yeah, he's done pretty well. You know, my thoughts on that right there is that, yes, he was dealt a, a lucky hand with his father being quite successful in the property game mm -hmm. um, and he sort of inherited a bit of wealth yep. and he was able to then take on the family business. But sometimes when you inherit wealth, you can just sort of... Uh, go with a status quo and yep, you know, yep, just yep. flat line and just really uh, pick up where I guess your father left off and just keep the company just afloat and just keep it tricking along. But what, yeah, what right. Donald did is not only did he t uh, pick up where his father left off, but he actually then enhanced the value of the company and he that's actually right, yeah. sort of, um, you know, was proactive and he became a pioneer in other areas. So instead of just building residential apartments and other yeah. accommodation elsewhere, he thought, no, nah, let's go back to where it all started in Manhattan, Manhattan and let's yeah. buy some old run-down places, even though they are dearer, 
deer still as it is, and let's mm-hmm. um, let's glitz them up, put a bit yep. of glam on it, and uh, dress them up and, and sell them for a decent profit, and um, that obviously has paid dividends. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, look, getting some uh, juicy property tax abatements along the way. I mean, that's not common, whether it's for the the small mum and dad investor or for the big uh, the big uh, company conglomerates. I mean, mm-hmm. everyone gets some sort of assistance from the government, and and so they should, because I mean, if he is going to be, you know, stimulating the economy, providing yeah, yeah. jobs and housing and commercial spaces, mm-hmm. then really the government's got to meet you at some some point in time, and that's right. meet you halfway and and help yeah. you out, because they're going to sort of reap the rewards eventually as well. Yep. Yeah, that's true, Terry. Spot on. And yeah, sometimes. Um, yeah, sometimes you are dealt with a good hand in, in life, but yeah, it's the way you play that hand, I guess. Um, you can, yep. you can just go along, you know, and, uh, take the hand and say, yep, well, I'm happy with this. Or you can just turn that into a, a royal flush. Um, so yeah, uh, Trump then, yes, moved to some more commercial, um, size developments and, and projects. So he transfer, uh, transformed the, uh, Commodore hotel into the grand Hyatt. Um, and then erected the most famous Trump property, the 68-story Trump Tower on Fifth Avenue. Um, yes. Now it's a really, you know, really nice building. Um, and you know, a lot of people do hate on Trump, but like you said, Terry, he he has provided a lot of jobs and and stimulated the economy um, with all the stuff that he's done and all developing. So. You know, if it wasn't for him, you imagine all these hotels and, and projects and stuff that is done. Well, you know, you'd be uh, there'd be a bit of a hole in in some of the employment uh, down there. So I think uh, he's done Absolutely. pretty well, to be honest. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So other properties uh, bearing the f- his famous Trump name um, followed, which we got uh, Trump Place, Trump World Tower, Trump International Hotel and Tower, um, and so on. There's a lot, to, you know, a lot, a lot to name. Um, and there's also Trump Towers in Mumbai, Istanbul, and the Philippines. So, you know, well, wow. goes to show he, yeah, he wasn't just, um, you know, content with staying there in Queens and Brooklyn. Um, he has gone worldwide. Um, and again, Terry, that's just, you know, it goes to show how, how much, how many jobs have, has he created, um, you know, single handedly. Like, mm. uh, like, yeah, it's pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, Pitbull likes to call himself Mr. Worldwide, but I think uh, Donald's got his measure, not only in yeah. uh, money and fame, but also uh, you know, a nice, delicious wife and the presidency <laughs> as well. So up yeah. yours, Pitbull. <laughs> Maybe they can do a collab and uh, do yeah. a song together. Um, wouldn't surprise me if uh, Pitbull features in something with uh, Donald Trump <laughs> as he features in everything else at one yeah. time. Anyway, um. Donald actually also developed hotels and casinos mm. um, as well. So some casinos, Sam. Um, yep. mm-hmm. You love a good old pun and maybe Ooh, so yeah. does Donald or he lo- he enjoys people that love a punt because he's just reaping some extra rewards. Um, yes, yep. But funnily enough, this is actually an arm of the business that has led to four bankruptcy filings. Mm, um, right. And it's for the businesses, not personal bankruptcy. So uh, with a nice wink face, uh, a nice bit of tax planning there, mate. Good on yeah. you. Oh, yeah, we love a bit of tax planning, don't we, Terry? We certainly do. Now we're moving on to maybe what other people have known Trump for, and that's his media and entertainment career. Mm, so, yes. Yeah, he's been pretty prolific, not only as a business property tycoon mm-hmm. um, or, you know, his three marriages to some lovely uh, women yep. or, you know, his, I guess, his um, you know, abstinence from alcohol or his, uh, you know, Presbyterian life as a churchy, mm-hmm. but um, yep. his media and entertainment career. So, yeah, Mr. Trump, um, built a, he's built a fair big, bit of an empire in the entertainment business. Um, from mm-hmm. 1996 up until 2015, he was actually the owner of Miss Universe, Miss USA, Miss Teen USA beauty pageants. Mm. So, yeah, he really appreciated beauty in all its glory. <laughs> he did, and, yeah. Uh, and why not? I mean, you know, you're, you're sort of giving the opportunity for – uh, beautiful young, lovely women to express to the world um, mm-hmm. who they are and what they can do, and we're not just a pretty face, but we're actually pretty intelligent as well. So good on him yep. with, for that. Um, a bit of a pioneer, pioneer in that space. Mm-hmm. Um, I've tuned into a few of these uh, editions of Miss Universe. Um, I bet. And, uh, boy, I've um, thoroughly enjoyed those. <laughs> um, how about yourself, Sam? Who's your favourite Miss Universe? Uh, couldn't even name one to be honest, Terry. But uh, yeah. yeah, I'm sure um, Donald's uh, seen a few in his uh, years. 
Yeah, exactly. I was gonna. I was just hoping you were gonna be corny and say your misses, but I mean, all right. Oh, Miss Universe. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't think she's. Uh, You're gonna say, oh, I don't care who's <laughs> won it in the past, but my my misses is my Miss Universe in my eyes. Jeez. But yeah, jeez, yeah, you don't, you don't want to be sweet and sincere like that. Then fair <laughs> enough. You, mate. Yeah, you could have put that on the bloody run sheet, mate. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Piss off. Um, so another one is and and a really popular one where he actually featured uh, yeah, person yeah. was The Apprentice. Sam, two thousand and three, oh, he debuted the NBC reality television show called The Apprentice, and this is a show in which contestants competed for a shot at a management job with Mr. Trump's organization. So it was a pretty prestigious prize in the end. Um, this show is actually Emmy nominated. Uh, it was quite popular, um, and in each show. Trump fired one or more of the contestants on a weekly basis. Mm. And uh, I guess it sort of helped him further enhance his reputation as a shrewd businessman and a mm-hmm. self-made billionaire. So, yeah, getting a few handouts from his old man back in the yep. early days, maybe he got a few millions, but he's made them into billions. And, uh, yeah, right. yeah, I've watched a few episodes of The Apprentice, and he's pretty ruthless yeah. and not sure if that's half the character or half the man, but sometimes it suggests maybe it is part of the man and not just – playing a character he is playing himself which is yeah sometimes in reality shows we lack a bit of uh genuine um feelings and emotions but he mm. really has come out there and done what he does best and being yeah. shrewd and ruthless yeah i think this one really put him on the map uh, publicity wise um uh, yeah even even though it was a long time ago i still remember you know um it's just his head popping up on tv and saying you're fired um yeah but yeah, no, it was a yeah decent show, and um, was another bold and um, successful move from Donald. Absolutely, and he hosted the show for fourteen seasons, so it wasn't it was a pretty long stint, and yeah. obviously it must have been successful to go for that long. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's actually also um, admitted, and there's also been a disclosure mm-hmm. um, with his finances that he was paid a total of two hundred thirteen million dollars by the network Jeez. during the show's run. So. Wow. Very transparent of Donald, but obviously yep. he wasn't doing it for free. A smart businessman never nah, does anything for free, and obviously time is money, and he was worth $213 million. So, yep. you know, not only to get a self-made billionaire, obviously he uh, made sure that there was some good juicy causes in the contract there for him to get to that point. So of course, good yeah. on you, mate. Um, well earned, well done. Yep. You've provided some good quality entertainment. But um, let's move on um, with other sort of things that he's done. Uh mm-hmm. So Trump also had a sporadic relationship with the professional wrestling promotion WWE, so World Wrestling Entertainment, and he's been mm. so had this relationship since the 1980s. Right, um, really? Yeah, so I, I enjoy being a WWE here and there, and uh, obviously, yeah, it's um, I wouldn't put the word fake on it, but it's uh, mm. you know, it's um, it's entertainment, right? Yep. Let's put it that way, and. Uh, mm. You know, Donald Trump not only loves making the millions and billions, but he also loves a bit of entertainment as well. And why not sort of, I guess, immerse yourself in this sort of world of yep. entertainment? Um, so he actually headlined the record-breaking WrestleMania 23, um, and this was in 2007. Yep. And he was actually inducted into the ce- celebrity wing of the WWE Hall of Fame in 2013. Now, it's funny yeah, that wow. he's actually in a sporting Hall of Fame, mm. and he says that, you know, energy is wasting his battery. So, you know, <laughs> how about that? I mean, not only a billionaire and a property tycoon and a president of the United States of America, but he's also in a sporting hall of fame, never having played the sport. <laughs> However, um, he was actually, yeah. So when he was headlining that WrestleMania 23, he was actually a manager mm. for a wrestler that of his choice against another billionaire, Vince McMahon, who is Ooh. the chairman of WWE. And he, they both picked a wrestler each and whoever... One got to shave the other's head off mm-hmm. with a razor. Yep. So um, Donald Trump actually, uh, um, so it was a battle of the billionaires, they, they called it. And mm-hmm. uh, he won that battle. His wrestler won the battle for him. And then Donald got to shave the head of <laughs> Vince McMahon. So one billionaire shaving off the head of another. And yeah, well. yeah I mean, I've got some audio here. So Donald Trump in, and we've got the old famous JR from wrestling. He's a bit of a psycho. I mean, if everyone wants to watch it, I'll um, put the link up uh on our Instagram post after this episode, but he's actually a bit of a psycho. So let's just uh, let's just play a bit of a clip here for you. (laughs) 
Yeah, right. So the hostile takeover of wow. Donald Trump, WrestleMania 23. And basically the footage was just Donald Trump clotheslining Vince McMahon outside <laughs> the ring. And it was it's a pretty stiff clothesline too. Yeah, nice. Fucking psycho. Yeah, but he doesn't. He hasn't done that since. He hasn't even moved his arm that high. I don't think. <laughs> no, I don't think so. And uh, yeah, I think he's drained a fair bit of a battery with that exercise. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, also another two birds one stone sort of scenario with Trump here. He actually, um, the the other WWE co-founder, which is Vince McMahon's wife Linda, actually later worked on his administration and election campaigns. So maybe all these things leading up to his uh, presidential candidacy. Mm. was in the works with Linda, who was who has an interest with politics and basically got him and helped him to the top. So, yep. yeah, some interesting things there, Sam. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, a bit of entertainment, uh, reality television, Miss yep. Universes, WWE, and then also, you know, he's written several books. Yep, yeah. Um, and he actually owns a line of merchandise that sells everything from neckties to bottled water to uh, flavoured mints. Yeah, right. So, yeah, the bloke's done it all pretty much. Um and yeah, good on him for for doing that. So yeah, right. Yeah, what nice. a what a prestigious media entertainment career that is. And I'm guessing mm. it's not over. Yeah. Uh, no, whether he's so. president for another four years or he wraps things up, um, I'm sure he's going to be on TV in some way, shape or form. So yeah, it's not the last we've seen of Donald Trump for a very long time. I think. Nah, that's right. Spot on. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, let. Let's start sort of wrapping things up, but we'll um, we'll go through a, a bit of the legal side as well, and just to close things out now, Terry. Um, so in June 2016, it was found that um, over the previous three decades, Donald Trump and his business uh, his businesses have been involved in about 3,500 legal cases in U.S. federal courts and state court. Wow, um, which is yeah, it's huge. So yeah, apparently, apparently it's an unpre- unprecedented number um, for a U.S. presidential can- uh, candidate. But then again, I guess being such a big businessman, man, he was um, always going to be involved in those um, kind of lawsuits. Yep. Um, of those three thousand five hundred suits, um, Trump or one of his companies were plaintiffs um, in nine one thousand nine hundred uh, defendants in. And, and defendants in 1,450, um, and bankruptcy, third party, or other in 150. So a bit, a bit of a mixed bag there for him and his uh, his business. Um, so, yeah, the topics of uh, the legal cases include um, contract and tax disputes, which, I mean, you'd probably expect being so, you know, uh, high finance and high profile uh, business-related matter, matters, especially yes. in the U.S., pretty common for um, lawsuits to be filed, uh, you know, on a regular basis. Um, another, uh, some more defamation claims, as usual, um, and allegations of sexual harassment, which I think they've been pretty well publicised as well. So again, a bit of a mixed bag, but um, not uncommon, I don't think, in in the United States. Um, everyone wants to sue everyone over there, so it's not uh, not a huge deal. Um, of uh, of Trump's involvement in the lawsuits, his lawyer um, Alan Garten uh, said that in tw- oh, it said in 2015 that um, this was a, a natural part of doing business in the United States, which you know of course um, makes sense. Um, and and uh, you know it's it's a country where a lot of people, like I just mentioned, really just want to sue every single person and try to make a quick buck. Um, yep. A very common theme. Um, you don't really see much of that here in Australia. As I mean, you do see it, but not as often. So, um, yeah, I think uh, you're just going to have to expect a bit of that. Um, we're not going to get too deep into the cases um, because, again, you know, we're, we'd be here all day and uh, we can't do a 24-hour podcast, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, maybe, to, maybe we should. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Maybe mm. just uh, yeah. Well, as long as we get our you know seven eight hours sleep, um, that might be. Well, a let's do a Donald Trump point. for a day and get three or four hours and see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Let's uh, should we wrap things up now, Terry? Yeah, let's wrap it up, Sam. All said. Um, yeah. So just to close things out, we just obviously you know Donald Trump, very powerful man, um, and according to Forbes, his net worth uh, is about three point seven billion. Wow. Um, though Don. The big Don has repeatedly insisted that he's worth ten billion. So a bit of a discrepancy there. Um, mm. But we might need a, an independent market valuer on that case um, just to have a look. But very optimistic from Big Don to uh, it is really uh, 
Maybe he just loves rounding. Um, yeah, yeah. Probably thinks, oh, yeah, the rounding's immaterial. Let's just round up to the nearest 10 billion. And I guess yeah. the nearest 10 billion is probably one. But uh, yep, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, whether he's worth 3.7 billion or 10 billion, you know what? It, it all probably depends on what portfolio he has and the market value at the time. Yeah. I mean, with COVID and maybe with the stock market going down, it might be towards the 3.7. But if things pick up again quite easily, mm. it could probably jump to 10 billion. You, you just never know. And yeah. Um, Either or, I, I, I'd love 1% of that, if you ask me. Yeah. Um, right, and yeah. I'd, I'd be laughing. So, uh, yeah, Donald, um, if you enjoyed the podcast or about to, that we've just given you, and chuck yeah. us 1% here at, at Turnstone's Pod. That's our handle. Yeah, we'll um, send you our bank details if you like. Exactly. So, overall, Sam, mm. interesting career he's had. Uh, and this is life before the presidency. Yep. So whether it's his early life, um, you know, being born in Queens, graduating with economics or his uh, family um, before marriage with his uh, old man, Christ Trump, and uh, mm. his three wives or his health. Like, the interesting thing that he, you know, abstains from alcohol. That's a, that's a pretty big uh, tidbit there. Mm-hmm. Um, his religion, Presbyterian. So, was, you know, he always thinks that nothing beats the Bible. And uh, obviously, he's had a pretty uh, extensive business and career and also in the media and entertainment space. But then I really like what Alan Garten said in 2015, his lawyer, that, you know, being sued is a natural part of doing business in the United States. And unfortunately, yeah, yeah. Um, that is the case over there. And unfortunately, as well, for those that get to the top, yeah. um, very surprising if they don't go through, you know, 10 or 15 court That's cases right. along the way. Yeah. Um, whether it's jealousy or, you know, just a few, uh, I guess, issues at negotiations of contracts or even, yeah. you know, the tax office just, you know, questioning uh, certain transactions or trust distributions or anything like that. Yeah, spot on. No, that's, that's right, Terry. But, uh, yeah, we'll stay tuned, uh, listeners, because we've got, uh, you know, part two coming. And, uh, again, Trump's very uh, – it's a very interesting topic. We're not trying to promote him. Just want to make that clear. Um, we're not saying we're against him either. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, hit us up if you've got anything to comment about. What's that handle, Terry? The handle is at Turnstones Pod, and that is on Instagram and Twitter, Sam. There you go. Excellent. Thank you very much. And, uh, yeah, as I said, stay tuned. Part two coming soon. Terry, good day. Likewise.